Instagram, film, the film wanderer dot wordpress dot com, uh, uh, the film dot podbean dot com. Pretty much where you, where you'll find most, basically, basically all my episodes. I'm still trying to work on trying to get this stuff to, to be on a, on a on a higher platform. Um, also, um, no Captain Zero on Snapchat. Uh, for those that want to look me on there, um, you know I been using snapchat quite often so you can follow me on, on snapchat um uh from blogger.com even i barely use that thing anyway um so <laughs> i haven't done a sh- i didn't do a show last week yeah um there's a lot of explanations for that um of course the first was the fact that i was in fact tired and i also didn't really get a show together um you know, usually when I'm like doing show prep, typically, um, it takes me, I'd say like a Thursday, Friday, sort of when I get an idea of what kind of show I'm going to do, uh, and what issues I'm going to talk about in the movie industry and, and what, you know, matters to me as a consumer and also as a inspiring film critic, which by the way, also, I, I know I've been slacking on the movie reviews. Um, they're coming, they're coming. Um, um, I, I've been taking a movie hiatus, for, you know, for a little bit for for my metal, for my my peace of mind, and uh, my um, just just um, I'm saving some money right now, um, so hopefully once you know that whole shit is sort of like figured out, and you know I feel like I have a decent financial cushion, I feel like I can spend some money again. Right, right, right now, I don't really feel that way right now. Um, like I gotta pay like some stuff, you know, this month, and I'm sort of figuring out. But anyway, like when I'm figuring out what I'm doing with the show like I you know I I, I guess my I guess my my uh show coach is like five six articles um maybe seven if I'm feeling if I'm feeling like I'm on a roll or whatever so like I, I put that many things and some of them it could be things you probably didn't think were on you know happen in the industry it could be you know something with a union rep it could be something with um you know say an obscure movie like um, I don't know, Lady Macbeth, which I saw last week, which was really good. Um, was a lot better than the McGowd. Um, that that much I can say about that movie. Um, I will review it on the pot on the site. Um, yeah, like, <clears throat> like if I had more time to do like do show prep and probably a better plan the prepping and also the 
the audio editing, which, you know, again, like part of that is, you know, work obligations. Other part of it is just, you know, my, just my, where my body is, my mind, my mindset. And in order to be a good podcaster, and I know, I know, I know this for sure is you have to have all those things come together. The editing side of got to come together. The way you edit, put the sound together, you got, I mean, sound is key to putting a great show, you know, content, um, you know, how does the guy sound, um, you know, confidence, you know, I do a lot of ums and ums, but you know, I just go with it. I don't even edit the shit anymore. Like I'm, I just like what you hear is me. Like that is me. <clears throat> so like, you know, I, 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 I wait a little late to do a, to plan a show out and then I put it on paper you know, what am I going to talk about today? Like, for instance, I'm going to talk about pretty much, you know, what happened in Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Um, that will be that'll be the majority of the show. I'm just it'll be going on a bit of a rant about, you know, racism is America, which it's the title of my show. Um, and I've been like Twitter. I've been on Twitter looking at posts at the post of the post by some by some woman, white folks who have been saying that this is not us. And my retort is, yes, it is us. This is what this country's been brought upon. And the more I see that denial, the more I just want to scream and be like, you don't want to own this shit because it, it's too much to bear. But the way, but but I'll get to the my, my whole point about it later. So let me not get on my rant right now because I do have other things I want to talk about. Um, But yeah. You know Charlottesville. Um, I'll, I'll talk a bit about what happened with Amarosa and and, and and ABJ. Um, you know they invited her to come and talk about uh, you know I guess police violence and I guess what she's gonna be doing with the DOJ, which is like you know whatever. I mean like you like that woman has no interest in helping my black ass out other than just helping her own fucking you know um, her own game. Like she's a she's a she's a oil sink salesman. You know I mean she's trash. I just had to get some coffee because I'll be talking a lot uh, this very show. Um, so another reason why I didn't get a chance to do the show besides fatigue. The following Monday, the last Monday, I had um, I got my wisdom tooth from, teeth removed on the bottom. I have I have a couple remaining on the top of my of um, uh, behind some molars on top of my mouth. Like like I was in fucking pain. Like the day like after I left it left uh getting that stuff removed and and um what you what you should never do when you um are on the clock is try to work with something post surgery or post traction post whatever like whatever you have like on the like I honestly thought I could power through Monday and I didn't think it was a big deal. But I was hurting. Like I was Hurting and you know I didn't really listen to my doctor's advice because I I was I was honestly concerned about a paycheck and like you know like I listen to a lot of like podcasts you know that you know tell people well you know take a take a break take some time off whatever you know and even as I had that mindset like I always I you know I still have money in the mind like because I you know I want to make I want to have you know some currency to maintain so you know. um it went well. The, the the extraction went very well. Um, like I was nervous going into it. I was, you know, I wasn't shaking or anything, but I, but you know, I was nervous. I, you know, I've never went through a procedure like this before. You know, getting your wisdom teeth like 
I, I've had these things in my mouth for years, and I haven't. I never got them removed because I I honestly disregarded them. You know, when you think you feel okay, your mouth feels okay, you you just disregard shit, and you know, time goes by. I I let a lot of time go by because I just thought my mouth was fine, and I didn't really need to get a cleaning, get an extraction. You know, if I, if I have exostosis in my mouth, which I do have exostosis in my mouth, but I don't, but I, I won't do that, to be honest, because, you know, that would be pretty heavy shit to deal with. Like, getting, getting bone, like, extra bones, like, like, taken out of your mouth. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't think that's something I want to go through. Like, and, you know, have, you know, you know, be profusely bleeding from the mouth as if it were, I don't know, alien, alien covenant. <laughs> Which indicates I don't know why I brought up that terrible movie, but I brought it up anyway because there's a scene in the movie where uh, there's, there's a xenomorph come out of the dude's mouth and he's just gushing blood. Now my my situation wasn't that to that degree; that was a bit extreme. But there's an example for you. Just you know, my my bleeding was if it could be called subtle, it was subtle. Though I was bleeding a lot, um, I was spitting out blood a lot, like at work. Like I had to go outside to spit out blood because I was bleeding profusely in my mouth um yeah it was pretty it was something like and it was like three something that my, my partner one of my partners you know told me um you know just go home get some rest and stuff and i went to my, and, I, and, I, and i you know i talked to my boss uh who's my father um you know he didn't know i was hurting and stuff and you know i you know i'm i am i'm pretty I, and, and this is something I'm trying, I'm, I'm still dealing with as someone who's going to turn thirty. You know, I'm slowly getting better at telling my 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 family and my my dad especially things that is wrong with me. Um, and you know, as a man, as a black man, you know, we have this thing where we struggle to you know express ourselves because for so long we've held on to this title of masculinity of, you know, I'm tough. I can do anything and I can overcome anything. Even, even getting, you know, my, 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 my teeth removed, you know, and I don't need any rest for it. And then it turned out I need to rest. And I, and, you know, I slept like a baby when I came home that, you know, at, you know, after work, like I slept like a child, you know, I, I, I didn't even do my night shift. Like I, I was feeling pretty bad. And, you know, I even at one point wasn't, wasn't getting any soup from dad. And I was like, you know what? You know, bring the wonton soup, and I'll just I'll I'll have some. Like I'm I'm like I'm like I'm doing some stuff I didn't think I would do probably in my twenties, right? Because I always push it aside because I think I'm okay. Like, and I'm honestly I'm not okay. Even you know even you know taking depression pills and you know being in a better mental place and being by yourself, like you think everything's okay, but I'm honestly not okay. Like I don't like I feel okay, but I'm not okay. If you know what I mean. So, like, you know, it, it went well. You know, I, I got some stuff for the treatment. Um, my lip was still a little numb, but you know, I'm I feel great from it. Like my like the way I'm talking is a lot easier now because when I've been talking before, like I've had to like do something with my jaw, for example, sort of like talk around the bones, like underneath my mouth, like like because with a wisdom tooth, like what happens is. Um, your teeth become compacted, right? Um, so it can be a bit out of alignment, and my teeth are are out of alignment in some way. They're not like crooked, like super crooked, but 
you know, you know, are there things I can fix with them? Like, sure, but I'm not going to. Like, I'm, I like my teeth. Like, I'm, they're not perfect, but I like my teeth. I like, you know, what, what they are. So, you know, but the thing I'm not missing about it is, like, I don't have to have, like, a cheek, like, stuck in the tooth. Like, like just, like, a droop of tooth, like, a droop of skin was just on the tooth. And it made it made it a little hard for me to talk. And sometimes I made the I made the mistake of biting down on it. It hurt like a motherfucker. And I was like, "Why is he doing that?" And you know, and the years went by, and I figured, "Oh shit, I have wisdom teeth, fucking wisdom teeth." And that's why, like, you there's an extra tooth that grows inside your mouth. There's an extra tooth that grows out of your mouth, and you just don't worry about it. You just think, "Oh, it's just regular teeth." You know, that's that's the whole process. But no, it's just it's more teeth growing inside your mouth. And, you know, if you leave it untreated, you know, there can be more of those fuckers like growing outside your mouth. It just, just, you're leaving, you're leaving it untreated. So, you know, if you haven't seen a dentist, which for me, I hadn't seen a dentist for, you know, before this year, like in 13 years, uh, where I got my root, where I got my, um, I had root canal surgery done uh, for my top teeth. Um, one of them has an abscess, the other one doesn't. Um, I get another, I have another abscess on the bottom. Like, yeah, like, you know, the, and the shitty part is, is, you know, there's no dental insurance. That's the, like, I don't have dental insurance. I have health insurance, but I don't have dental insurance. My job is, you know, isn't supply that. That's not, that's not on the company. That's just what it is. I, that's what I, that's what I was offered. Just health insurance. But I do wish companies would offer employees, you know, a, a, a subsidy, a, um, you know, some insurance to get your fucking teeth taken care of, you know? And, of course, you know, do the usual thing, floss your teeth, brush your teeth, you know, two, two hours a day, you know, mouthwash occasionally, you know? You don't want to you don't want to have women, you know, smell, you, smell your mouth like, man, you funky. Well, you smell so funky. You know, you don't want those problems. You don't want those problems. You don't, you don't want to, you know, uh, you know, go on the stream mate and, uh, you know, oh, man, I look so good. I'm going to go on the stream mate, see my favorite girl. And then uh, you you don't feel confident. <laughs> uh, that was a that was a corny joke. Um, I it's something I posted something on Twitter and it made, made me laugh. Um, but anyway, you know, I feel good. Um, I, I feel like you know m- my mouth is moving in a way in which. I haven't sounded like this in you know a while, like clear. Because before I sounded fine on the mic, but but you know I always wondered, you know what it, what it would be like if I got those two, if I got those 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 two those teeth specifically removed from the bottom. Like how, how would how would how would I be able to talk? You know how would I be able to deal with that? Um, and so far I feel like I can deal with it just fine. And I got to go back Friday to get the to get the uh, the strings removed from you know where they were. So that's kind of like the last cycle, I guess. And then I'll have, I'll have to have some more work done, but I'm not going to do it right now because I got to pay that bill, um, which is you know it cost me a good bit of money. And honest to God, I held back not doing this because I didn't think it was a part of it, but it turned out it was. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's probably a good thing they put that a part of it because. Yeah, it was it was nagging me for quite a while, you know, the the wisdom teeth. Like just the bottom specifically. The the top I'll get removed, but you know, that'll be you know, hopefully hopefully, you know, if we're not obliterated at a better time. But I don't know. 
So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about as far as like as far as that. I don't, I don't think there is really much else to discuss other than, you know, I got my Wednesday removed, and you know, it feels good to not have to deal with those things anymore. It feels good not to, you know, feel like I'm murmuring to talk a bit. It just it feels it feels different, but that's how a mouth is supposed to feel. It's not supposed to feel like you're holding something like inside of it that's sort of like prevent you from talking a hundred percent. The jaw has to move as well as your larynx. It's got to move. It's just, it's got to move. <laughs> you know, it, it's got to move. And you know, like it feels good not to deal with that shit. So, you know. Um, Um, so yeah, um, this is going to be quite a different show tonight. Like if I had movie topics, I'd talk about them. If I had, you know, if I'd see step tonight or to, you know, earlier today, I would definitely talk about it. But unfortunately my car's at the shop. I had to, you know, drop it off, you know, today because, um, I have, um, I have some wire issues and I have some battery issues and I have, you know, I'm getting a routine, you know, service, you know, alternate tire rotation and them. And uh, and on a wheel alignment because you know I want my car to drive really good, you know, especially on a highway where I don't feel like you know, it's it's it, it, that my tires are grinding. It sounds it seems like they're grinding. So you know it's currently in the shop and I got to get someone to pick me up from work tomorrow. Um, and then hopefully you know the tar- everything's done by Monday because I need I need a car to drive for work in the evening. And I got to go. I have to wash my clothes. <laughs> like I got to do a lot tomorrow, and it, it, it's going to be tiresome. Um, but yeah, um, you know, weirdly, you know, day before my birthday and, you know, um, I feel like he got so much to do and it's like, I do have so much to do, like, you know, and I'm going to work Tuesday. I, I'm, I'm not going to take a day off because, you know, it's my birthday. I, I, I need to make some money. Um, it's it's kind of been my friend work ever since Supercon ended. So, um, so yeah, man, um. Not a lot of movie topics. Like I will, you know, after this next thing I'm going to talk about, um, I'll talk about the box office, you know, as is, and you know, that's kind of the movie. That's kind of the only movie news you're going to get from me tonight because um, I, I have a lot on my mind uh, about Charlestonville, and I have I have some stuff to say about um, what happened with uh, Omar Rose and uh, the uh, National American Black Journalist National American for Black Journalists uh, uh, function, uh, which you know is coming to an end tonight. So yeah, I have a. I have some stuff to talk about, um, and it's it's been nagging me ever since you know, you know everything that shit yesterday. It was a Friday night actually, and I just I have not been in the best moods. And you know Monday I'm going to go to work doing what I always do, and hopefully nobody asks me a stupid question. You know my next job. So so anyway, um, Amarosa was at the uh, at the at the event. Um, you know, like I said, she's talking about, um, I guess apparently she has family members that died, um, you know, and, uh, I guess she was going to talk about, you know, her family, or I guess, you know, who died, you know, as a result of, you know, uh, violence or whatever and stuff. And, you know, Amaro is a, is a pretty interesting woman. Um, yeah, not, not even, not even a good person. Just, you know, 
reality TV became her, and she just, you know, became engulfed in her um, narcissistic personality. Um, Trump made her, and she's sadly going to be broken by him. It's kind of amazing to think about it that, you know, the people who, you know, worship the ground that motherfucker walks on is just going to be broken. And that's the result of Trump. Anything. USFL broken. Um, you know, Central Park Five, not not and not those dudes' fault. You know, broken. You know, um, housing broken, apartment broken, America broken. <laughs> I mean, everyone's gonna be broken from this shit, and you know they're gonna have to come to their fucking sentences and you know realize that you know there's a lot of untruths, and there's a lot of truths, there's a lot of hard truths that people need to deal with. White people specifically need to deal with this shit. Because if you don't deal with it, then you know, we'll never become, you know, the utopia that I guess some of y'all are hoping that we become. But, you know, in order to, you know, for utopias, you know, you got to you gotta choose the hard truths, man. So, yeah, she was at this event. Um, you know, uh, I guess at one point, you know, it got a little, it got a little crazy. And, uh you know, I guess Ed Gordon of BET News, you know, came out and, uh, you know, you know, tried to, you know, say, uh, you know, uh, you know, this is not how we're going to talk about this discussion and stuff. And um, uh, a couple of journalists, like I know Jelani Cobb of The New Yorker and uh, look up this woman's name from The New York Times, uh, Nicole Hannah Jones um, of The New York Times, uh, they was like, Peace. We ain't doing this shit. And we're not. We're not giving into this shit. Um, you know, last second demands. Uh, this shit happened in the last second. You know, as I read the NPR article, um, um, which, yeah, it's kind of. That's kind of. That's on them. Like, I mean, fuck Amarosa, but the national business for black journalists need to take some uh, responsibility for this. Um, but I'll read this article from the NPR. Um, a panel at the 2017 National Association for Black Journalists Conference in New York, I mean, ooh, sorry, in New Orleans featuring White House aide Omarosa Montegolt, uh, quickly went south after Montegolt refused to answer questions about the administration which she serves. The panel made news reports started, according to uh, page six, which reported that Nicole Hanna-Jones, Hanna-Jones of the New York Times and Johnny Cobb of the New Yorker refused to take part in the panel after they were informed they would be on stage with Montegolt. Uh, Cobb told Page Six that the reason for pulling out wasn't simply the addition of Mengal. It was that she was added at the 11th hour, and it wasn't clear whether we would be able to, to discuss substantive issues regarding the administration and its policing policies. Also, the panel was very disorganized, and basic things like format weren't clear. So I saw the video Friday, uh, like, after work. And I saw it, and I was wondering, like, what the fuck happened? And I was like... And I was like, oh, shit, they, you know, I was guessing, you know, Omarosa came in room, you know, reconnaissance and, you know, this shit happened. And the more I watched more video that night, like, you know, hours later, I was like, oh, they invited her. They fucking invited her ass. Which would tell me two things. Because I hate to say this, but, you know, older black folks tend to fall into this trap of a tradition. You know, we've done things for forever, you know, you know, we want to stick together tradition and all that shit. And then, you know, you, you know, you do, you know, you want to, you know, continue legacies on forth and on forth. But the problem with legacies and tradition is, you know, tradition, 
if it involves racism, if it involves sexism, especially, and you know, black men, just like white men, can be pretty sexist. Yeah, bit a bit, bit of a problem, right? And we can also be misogynistic, just like white men. <laughs> bit of a problem, bit of a problem, right? So, and in this case, black men, particularly, we, we could become as the tall turn as the worst white men, and to a lesser extent, white women. So, you know, you have to wonder, like, what were they thinking, inviting this person, thinking, you know, well, we're going to start a dialogue, we're going to try to, you know, we want to, you know, get a better understanding. When my thing is, I, I'm guessing these people just want to, you know, somebody from the Trump administration because money. And, you know, some, you know, some of the black journalists, you know, they said some weird shit about Obama and, you know, how he didn't do much for the black community and, you know, how he didn't, um, he didn't do enough, which, you know, I blame that on white supremacy because Tavis Miley, you know, Cornel West and, you know, a couple of others were saying that shit because they had, they felt like they had to say it in order to fit in the white circles because, you know, our, our white media is quite frankly a fragile, uh, sad sex shit um like i don't i can't watch the news because of it because you know those assholes don't won't take responsibility for you know their bullshit in any way like moderator and broadcast journalist ed gordon stepped in at the last minute but he sparred menegold almost as soon as she stepped on stage Shame on you, Manigault told Gordon minutes before, minutes, uh, just minutes after coming on stage. At one point, Manigault, Gordon Manigault both stood and paced the stage, talking each other down, face to face. Let me tell you my story, Manigault told Gordon. Ask me a question about me. When asked about President Trump's recent comments that police should rough up people they are detaining, Manigault said his comments were wrong. She said issues of police brutality are important to the Trump uh, White House, but said she could not elaborate on private conversations with the president. By the way, I think she said it was a joke. Which, uh, bitch, people been dying of these jokes. I don't know. People need to stop with it saying this shit's a joke. Pretty sure people were saying, you know, um, Dolph Hitler was a joke. And it was so funny when people were, uh, were literally buried on the ground because Nazis didn't think they were fucking pure, so they pretty bird ass and killed them. Killed, you know, and killed people, you know, people who can walk. You know, who had various illnesses, killed them, killed them. You don't walk away from the table, Minigold responded. When asked why she had taken a job in an administration seen by many in the room as hostile to African Americans, because if you're not on the table, you're on the menu. Or what if I want to be on the goddamn menu? Your menu, your 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 hospitality sucks. I don't want to be on a menu where. Your hospitality is shitty. I, you're offering me a chicken sandwich with 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 uh, Col- uh, Colby Jack cheese or provolone or you know maple syrup bacon. I don't want your fucking menu. It's shitty and it's nasty. Why the fuck would I want your shitty menu? No thanks. The crowd became increasingly angry. Manigault seemingly refused to answer the question. Oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot this part. When asked about her work with the Department of Justice on policing issues, many go responded, Google me. That's also another way of saying I'm not a list. Google me. 
That's not that's a, that's a, that's not an answer, bro, lady. That ain't, that ain't an answer at all. <laughs> you lying sack of shit. The crowd became increasingly angered with Manigault's seeming refusal to answer questions about the Trump administration. She said she was there to talk about her personal experience with violence, as some of her family members had been killed. Several conference attendees in the audience stood with their backs turned to Manigault, while others just walked out. Sarah Glover, president of NABJ, tried to take control of the panel after some 45 minutes of conversation on the stage, which, while she was your to be calm and look to, at all sides of the issue, fuck all sides, I'm tired of all sides, fucking tired of all sides, and I will finish this article and I will go on and rant about all sides, whatever. And here are contrasting viewpoints. Manny Gulf silently ducked off stage and whisked away by her security detail. There is right and wrong. Stop with the fucking both sides or all sides or, you know, pentagons and hexagons and, you know, in, 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 uh, uh, in the other side of a rectangle or a square, uh, you know, or a cube or a cylinder. Fuck your side. Okay? Fuck your side. On one side of the corner, you have a president with his legion of fans and his administration that want to tax break this country to death. And to be honest, they probably want to, you know, put this country into debt, which for the first time in the, in the country's history will be in debt, <laughs> which means some shit is going to have to be sold, which, um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if, if president, if a uh, 45 would do that shit. I'm pretty sure. Obama didn't do it, but I'll do it because you because you because you're a fucking racist. You and you hate him so much, so you just do the opposite of what he did because you're a fucking racist. So, you know, but this whole this whole sides thing, man, like it's it's really made people stupid, and it's made people stupid because they they don't they themselves don't know right from wrong. So they'll just follow. They'll just follow what they heard on CNN and just say, "Well, I'm looking at both sides of the issue." Like, for instance, I met, I met some reporters from the Miami Herald, for instance, and they they said the same thing. Like, you know, we look at all sides, both sides, both sides of shit. And I agree with them. You know, I was 25, and you know, that's what I thought. You know, journalism was was about really. And then you sort of realize that, you know, journalism isn't just really a racket just to make money. Like, I'm talking print and in digital, like not PR. PR is a shit ton of money. And I don't want to be in PR because I don't want to. A lot of people I just don't. It's kind of not me. I'd rather if you're going to pay me, I'd rather I'd rather earn it honestly. With my soul intact. I'm just that's the kind of guy I am. Um like I'd rather work hard and and um, you know live in this place and you know make a lot more money and you know have a Rolls Royce and you know have a two story house. Just I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, people probably want that kind of success, but I don't want I don't want whiteness, nor do I want you know the facade of you know life on the rich and famous. Just I ain't about that Robin Leach life, I guess. But um, people need to be careful with that side shit. I mean, hell, you know, hell, sexism is a side. Feminism is a side. Racism, racism is a side. 
You got reporters who can't even tell the difference between the left, you know, the left or the right. It's so sad, man. It's like you you can't tell the difference between a Nazi and a you know someone who's trying to stop a Nazi. So to you, they're both the same because you can't decipher the difference because you're trying to you're trying to play in the middle as a reporter. You're trying to see things, you know, for what they are, but you forgot what objectivity is. And this is and I, and I saw this from a journalist who's been in the game for a long time and. I was like, what, what, what happened? What happened to y'all? Y'all just, y'all, y'all just all sides, everything. All, all sides of the aisle, you know, every, both sides do it. They're both, they're both the same. And all both sides is, you know, kind of another way, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, say the right thing because I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to lose access to this cat. I've been noticing that to a certain extent. So, you know, you know, you know, some decent reporters, you know, told a line of not calling shit out for what it is because they don't want to lose the, they don't lose the network. They don't lose the network money. They don't lose the newspaper, you know, publication money. They don't want to lose any money. And that's kind of where you figure out. It's like, oh, they're not really in this to actually really call a spade a spade. Um, on some instances, yes, you do see great reporting, but sometimes you see really bad reporting and, You'd be like Jason Clark and Jason, Jason, yeah, Jason. I think, I think it's Jason, Jason Clark. I think, name, I think that's his name. Formerly New York Times, and you can plagiarize and you can lose your job. Um, for just for being stupid. Um, like my God. Um, I just wonder why. Um. So so like always, there is this this effort to just to make everything aside and not just call it off for what it should be, and um, it's honestly killing us. Um, like literally, like like metaphorically and physically, like, like literally, it's killing us. Um, because you're just letting things fester. You're just letting you're letting all the things I mentioned fester. I mean, this shit kills people. Well, I'm gonna try to segue seamlessly from that to uh, the weekend box office. Um, I'm gonna try to do my best job with that. Um, Annabelle creation, uh, the re, uh, prequel to uh, Annabelle, um, made a lot of money, man. Uh, you know, low budget. It's great to be a low budget horror movie these days. You know, Queegee, the prequel last year, and um, you know, uh, The Conjuring. It's been doing great. You know, Paranormal Activity movie's been doing great, really good. By the way, I've not seen these movies. Heck, even Saw. You know, Saw, you know, started from low budget and made a shit ton of money. <laughs> Don't know how they were able to get Danny Glover and Tobin Bell and, you know, made it work. So, uh, Annabelle Creation with $35 million. Um, start out the gate. You know, it's pretty good. Dunkirk, still doing strong. Um, it lost pretty much all its IMAX screens. Um, so if you miss uh, Dunkirk in uh, in the way it's supposed to be seen, you miss out on a pretty good experience. Um, but it is doing very well. One hundred fifty three point seven million dollars um, in week four. So Chris Nolan has made five consecutive movies that are are one hundred fifty plus in the bank, uh, which will be The Dark Knight, Inception, Rises, Interstellar, and now this one. 
The Dark Tower uh, tumbled 59% uh, to $7.8 million, um, for a grand total of $34.3 million, uh, $60 million budget. Uh, by the way, Dunkirk was $100 million uh, budget, so I guess that's the official number. Um, of course, no one saving people money does that. Uh, the Emoji Movie, which I'm surprised is actually done okay, uh, $6.6 million. Um, $63.5 million in the bank. I thought this movie would really fail, but... I will say this. Um, this one helped Sony's bottom line because they're still in the they're still in the red, um, so that one helped them. Girls Trip still doing well, you know, uh, six point five million dollars. It's not far from Girls Trip. I mean, from um, Bad Moms. Um, if it you know if it can maintain that consistency, it'll, it'll probably pass Bad Moms, but it's gonna need a little help, I think. Um, Spider Man Homecoming six point one million. Uh, the first Spider Man movie to make a three hundred plus million dollars is Spider Man three. So, uh, called that one. Uh, $36.4 million. Currently in the bank. Kidnap. Uh, week two. Kidnap was done better than I thought, too. Kidnap, I think Kidnap cost $20 million, $25 million. It doesn't say here, but I think that's what it costs. So, it's done nicely. The Glass Castle. Um, which I, I, I gotta look at that movie. I haven't even seen it. Oh, Woody, Woody Harrelson and, um, Brie Larson. That's who's in that. That's in that movie. Um, I guess it, it didn't do that well. A uh, thousand four sixty-one screens. Yeah, it could have done better. I think. Um, I don't know. If it's too bad or not. But yeah, four point eight million dollars uh, opening up, and Atomic Blonde, uh, which is um, fading fading away pretty quickly. It's number ten at a uh, four point five million dollars, forty-two point eight million dollars. So it's gonna pass John Wick, but it's not as good as John Wick. Started okay, you know, just it wasn't able to maintain that consistency, and I and I blame it on a pretty on a, on a weak story. You know, the, the story is pretty weak, and it also just it it jumps all over the place because it you know because it's you know it's, in most movies and it's a it's in a room and it's it's flashbacks, and it's hard to watch a movie that way. Um, Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes is out of the top ten um, uh, for three point seven million dollars, one hundred thirty-seven point three million dollars. I should make about. 140, 142, 143 million dollars, I think, give or take. You know, it could be more money, but Fox, you know, I thought they dropped the ball by releasing it, you know, a week after Spider Man Homecoming. It, just, it hasn't been able to recover. Uh, so it's going to be three, $3 billion. Uh, $247.6 million, you know. It's made three times its budget. That's good. Detroit. Oh! We're at the top ten after a uh, three thousand screens. You wonder what the average was? It's, a, it's probably lows of the weekend in the top twenty. We go ahead and check the top twenty. Uh, it's the lows of the top twenty. Ooh boy! <laughs> Even Wind River with um, Jeremy Renner and um, Elizabeth Olsen had a better theater per average than that fucking movie. Like, like. Damn, $14,268. And motherfucking Detroit is a bomb. It barely made $1,000 on average a screen. That is awful. Damn. That shit was touted by critics and 
critics, white critics particularly, as like a movie you need to see. And people are like, nah, I ain't seen this shit. Nah, we're good. <laughs> Annapurna's first movie without Sony Pictures. Or A24. And it's a bomb. It's a fucking bomb, man. <laughs> oh my god. He wanted me to get the $34 million, man. At all. The Big Sick in its eighth week, in its third, its eighth week, yeah, its eighth week, is still doing 2000 on average. Baby Driver, still doing 1705 on average. And it just made $100 million, by the way. And that costs the same amount of money as Detroit. $34 million. One woman still making money. A thousand five thirty-three in average. So it's yeah, Valerian. <laughs> Even made more on average. But Valerian costs way more than Detroit. So you know, Detroit's bottom line won't be as bad, but you know, it don't matter. In, in, inconvenient sequel. You know, it's not even in, it's not even full it's not even in, you know full release. $1,439 on average. Just everyone is kicking this movie's ass. <laughs> even the shitty ones are kicking its ass. It's it's the worst of the weekend. A, wolf, a movie called Wolf Warrior is make more money on average. 52 screens. Detroit has 3,007 screens. Do you know how hard that is to be that abysmal that no one saw your, hardly anyone saw your fucking movie? You know, crazy to me too. Crazy to me too. Guards of the Galaxy. It is 15th weekend. It's 15th weekend. 1,248. <laughs> well, you know, there's one movie that's doing worse than uh, the Detroit. Um, in the top 30, that is. Transformers. Uh, last night, yeah, which is an, is, which is an American bomb, but it's an international. Um, it's doing okay internationally. So, um, you know, Captain Bigelow, you know, how's it feel to have your uh, first modified flop? I guess I don't know. Beats me. But um, I I was planning on seeing Detroit, and it looks like I won't get it from my chance because. <laughs> You know, it's it's faltering faster than you could say the that fucking um you know uh the trailer of him. You know, it's just Yeah, like no one feeling that Detroit movie. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Well Yeah, and I gotta go off somber again and talk about what happened in Charlottesville. Joy. Friday night. Friday night. Uh, University, I think it was uh, uh, UVA, is the college um, in Charlottesville. Um, there was a, um, yeah, these uh, white dudes, uh, you know, with their, their fucking torches. <laughs> their motherfucking torches, um, you know, you know, Coming out for you know we're not, we won't be replaced um, you know um, you know uh, you won't you won't take us away, which um, if we didn't learn anything from the election is um, pretty much you know the vote between Hillary Clinton and, you know Donald and uh, forty five. Uh, I read the same ass name. Um, 
yeah, it was a it was a huge fight for um a change for a big change in the country. You know, she got three million popular votes while you know he got the votes he needed in various various states. Um, be it you know cross check, uh, you know purse votes, which they did, and you know whatever happened. Um, in that regard, but you know, he's sadly the president of the United States, and um, you know a lot of things had to be dealt with here for uh, for a long time. Not just you know, you know, this weekend, and you know we try to you know put things together and we try to not talk about it. I mean, the sad part is um I do kinda expect that, but I hope I hope I'm wrong and I hope, you know, this lights a fire up a lot of white folks' ass and they realize um that this problem in this country has been America since the beginning since we were brought here on boats. I mean, if you're not Native American, you were brought on a goddamn boat. You know, to tend to massa. You know, doing, picking cotton, being with the chain, being, being, um, shot on, being a servant, Serving um, serving serving Tom Cobb, uh, uh, mint julep. You know, probably wearing a monocle and a hat, and you know, discussing you know what happened, uh, you know, in the Journal Sentinel with uh, you know, slave owner James. But yeah, the events over there got pretty wild, and you know, you know, there was fights and. You know, eventually the next day, um, you know, it, it grew and, you know, David Duke was there, you know, talking his shit. Um, I said, Dave, I said, James, Duke, I mean, David Duke, um, you know, talking his shit about um, how um, Trump brought us for this and, uh, and that. And I have a clip here. Uh find, uh, not the scene that clip, let me find this clip here. You can listen to uh, what this uh, pile of shit said. Hello, how y'all doing? Hey, what's up everybody on Twitter? How's it going? Hey, let's get a little thing. Leon! Oh, hi. Leon, get over here. One, one question, sir. One question. So we got live Periscope, too. Live Periscope. Leon. How you doing, Hunter? Good, good. The Enterprise was attract our people. Of course they yeah, did. They did. Because sir, they what, what does today represent to you? Yeah, the camera's right here. What does today represent to you? This represents attorney point. For the people of this country, we are determined to take our country back. We're going to fulfill the promises of Donald Trump. That's what we believed in. That's why we voted for Donald Trump. Because he said he's going to take our country back. And that's what we got to do. Take it back to what you pile of shit. You stole this country like Revolver Ocelot stole Metal Gear Ray on on board on board a, a ship, a tanker, uh, a la Metal Gear Solid Two. You never, you never. This country was never yours. You stole it. You pile of shit. <laughs> it's just um, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me 
how uh, often America just forgets and wants to forget and how this country has enabled and has basically just ignored constantly. Nazis have existed here. You know, they've been on, they've worked for NASA. You know, I was reading about, you know, Werner von Braun. Um, you know, he, he built the space, he built a, what was that? Uh, um, the V2 rocket. V2 rocket. I was familiar with the V2 rocket. Um, only for Metal, only for Metal of Honor. The, um, the war, the war, the, um, the video game where you shoot Nazis uh, for EA games. Um, and that's kind of what I learned about, uh, you know, you know, certain figures that, you know, weren't just Adolf Hitler. Um, um, kind of funny video games teach you things, but, um, so he was there and, you know, things escalated and, you know, eventually, um, you know, as things went on and, you know, uh, you know, eventually, Terry McAuliffe, uh, the um, secretary, the uh, the governor of uh, Virginia, um, you know, put a state of emergency to basically, get, you know, get things to disperse. And I asked him some shit about it, and like, I don't, I don't get my comments, um, and stuff. And you know, eventually, um, uh, it was a Charger. I believe it was a it was a Dodge uh, vehicle. It looked like a Charger. And uh, people in the crowd were, um, you know, you know, felt good and stuff. And, you know, getting, you know, getting, the, getting those uh, neo-Nazis and races out of there. And, um, you know, hit a bunch of people. A bunch of people. Uh, I, I want to say, uh, uh, I can look up the... Um, who got injured? Who died? Um, I know people died, um, but as but I know one people person died from as a result from the accident. Um, it was uh, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, one dead, nineteen injured after the, after the crash. That's like the last, the latest numbers, I guess. Um, but um, it's bad. It was bad. Like, I don't want to play the video for you because um, you would need a visual cue for, cue for like what happened. But yeah, they got you know people got ran over, shit, and um, you know the guy was eventually stopped. But and I saw on Twitter that you know that the cops were trying to give him a benefit of the doubt because they thought he was scared. He was a twenty year old punk, white punk, you know, who didn't even look twenty years old. He already looked. He already looked like he was, um, you know. <laughs> dead in the eyes just uh feel a lot of emotions right now I'm not, I'm not gonna yell just it's like what will it take for this country to acknowledge it's it's awful history like what will it take you know cause peace ain't the way Lady Gaga, ain't the way, this is not us, ain't the fucking way, ain't the fucking way, it's what the country's brought up on, and every time he runs from it, walks away, walks away, don't want to talk about race, let's talk about sports, let's talk about music, let's talk about Wes Anderson, let's do 
everything will not talk about the elf in the room because you don't want to talk about what you benefit from. Let's talk about Big Manny's neck. Let's talk about Jennifer Lawrence and, and her and regretting the fact that she didn't realize, oh, that Passioners, uh, what she, what happened to her in the movie was pretty fucked up, and all of a sudden she fucking realizes that it was a problem. Let's not talk about the actual, actual existent thing in America. Walk away, walk away, walk away. We're all people, we're the same. Any other, any other reflecting tactics I can talk about? There's, you know, there's a lot of them that just throw out like, 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 you know, like a Molotov cocktail. Just, I keep slamming my head, my, my fist on my book, on my show sheet. Because I don't know what to say. And then I just, I'm just going to just <laughs> go on a rant about just what do you do? What can you say, man? I don't know what you can say. And it's going to get worse. Like there are, there are protests going on in Seattle, Atlanta. I'm pretty sure there's something will go on, go on down here because, you know, we have a shit ton of racist groups in Florida. You know, it's, it's no secret. I mean, uh, the SPLC has done, you know, plenty of research about those hateful groups in this, in this, in this state. You know, we have we have um, Confederate, you know, Confederate uh, statues in this country, in this state, and we have them. We have them in every damn state. You know, we have them in the West. I'm pretty sure we have them in the West, and you know, it's funny how um, the West talks about how there's no. Uh, there was never slavery or whatever, and uh, and then there, there was. And there was redlining. There was, you know, it's all that shit. Canada too. Canada talks about how you know we we never we we were never racist, and then you see, you know, shit in the doctor's office in Canada, and you know um, how this white this white lady didn't want to have a black person see her because she wanted the white doctor, and she was willing to let her son die because she because uh, she wanted to see someone who looked like her. And in Australia, you know, you see an, another white woman, you know, say that, you know, if you're here, you're illegal, you're illegal. Just existing. So what's the fucking truth? What is the truth? People don't know what racism is anymore. Because all people just do is run from it. You know, people leaving the rap is death. <laughs> just death. Dying, can't grieve for themselves, can't cry, can't can't feed themselves because I gotta consider your fucking tears, your tears of death. You fucking savage. You goddamn savage. <clears throat> so what will it take? Honest to God, like. I'm just on a microphone, just talking, just wondering what will it take. I don't know. A, I don't know a bomb to go off, and ever since we went doing kumbaya and shit, 
and I got and I got to see, and, you know, I don't hate on the journalist, but I mean, it means, but I'm like, even she was saying, you know, this is this is this is America. This is not my country. Like, well, like, oh, Dory, it is your country. The same people that that hated you getting married to Portia de Rossi hate my black ass. They hate you too, Ellen. You got the Medal of Honor. You, 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 you got a you got a medal from the president from President Obama, which I would have, which I would assume was the highlight of your career. And then here we are doing the same shit that always happens when events happen like this. And why do we need to stop this shit? You need to stop this. This is your country. Racism is your country. Misogyny is your country. Sexism is your country. It's all here. It didn't fucking leave. It didn't leave. And you're, you're sitting here wondering, you know, how do we get here? Um, country's always been what it's always been. So it, it's always here. It's been here. You want you want a kumbaya now? You want you want you want a kumbaya now, bro? Like like honest to God. What's up with the kumbaya? Thinking that shit's gonna work, man. The thing that has worked, that has always worked in this country, and I need people to stop also avoiding this too, is violence. People, I hate to say it, but these these hate mongers gotta go. They gotta go. <laughs> these races gotta go, man. These self hating motherfuckers need to go, and and white women, I need you too. Step the fuck up. Like y'all voted for y'all voted for that man. It's either Hillary or or Trump, and you and you tilted in his direction, voting for him. Like you can't vote those numbers. You can you can do all the denying you want, but that is on the marquee for life. Just like you know, thirty or so percent of. You know, men, uh, Latin men that voted for Trump. You know, Asian men voted for Trump. And yeah, 30, yeah. Some of our, you know, people of color, you know, brothers and sisters, you know, well, brothers really, you know, voted for that man. I, I, I can't remember the time I had for like women, you know, Asian women or um, Latina women. But I mean, black women in stride voted against that motherfucker. Only ones they knew it. Thirty percent of our black ass voted for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just further proved that even 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 black men only see men; they don't see black. They they because they want to be they want to be on his coattails because they want him. They want his success. So they so even they do a little like mental like gymnastics to not consider you know racism or whatever and, you know. They do that whole like you know, just want to. I want to just get along, be along. I'm like, I'm not in that business. You know, should you you should be in that business. It's a pretty bad business to be in, I think. <laughs> you know, it's like why would you want? Why would you want that? Like as your as your business to 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 just to to be to be uh, terrible. You know, it's just I don't know how, I don't know what to say to be quite honest. For the sanctity of this country, 
if um, it just, it just keeps doing the same thing it always does and just runs away from conversations that you know desperately need to be had. It's just it's awful. And um, you don't benefit from it. You don't even you you can't even win. You you can't. Trying to do some pathetic shit like that. It's terrible. It's really terrible. And you know, you're inviting you're inviting um something real bad by just, you know, letting it linger. And I'm not wrong when I say that. When you don't talk about history, you're just letting it you're letting you're letting the shit repeat itself. You're on the hook for that. And there's no escaping that reality. You're just letting it repeat itself by just letting it happen. Like you by extension are, are letting it happen. You're just letting you're just letting it sit there, just hoping, hoping, you know, by just some God will save your life and it won't happen. It just no. That's not how things work. This is all we have is, is us. To end this shit. To end uh, the, I'm going to say his man's name, Trump administration. Trump, Pence. <sighs> Bannon. Mnuchin. Kellyanne Conway. Mike Pence, if I said his name already. Mike Pence, especially, he's, he's the fucking wild card. <laughs> Go figure, Orrin Hatch is, um... Cause, you know, if all these guys go, all these guys and gals go, like, Orrin Hatch, 83-year-old Orrin Hatch has a chance to be president of the United States. I don't think that would happen, though, but <laughs> it's also funny if born so goddamn sad and demoralizing. It's just, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so calm, even though I'm so fucking scared. I'll be thirty. I'll be thirty in a couple of days. I'm just. I'm hoping. I hope I get to thirty years old, and many years beyond it. But I don't even know. I really don't know what happens from here. But it's a. Uh, it's a real terrible time in America. Um, it's really really bad time to be an American. But um, avoiding the conversation ain't ain't, ain't the way. It just ain't the way. Also, you know, people always say, oh, we we got to try to get to know one another, but, but you know, you know, book publishers and and um, historians do um, everything in their power. Well, biased ones, rather, that want to tell an alternative history about America. You know, publish shit to kids, lying to them. That we came we came there came here on our own, which is not the truth. That's not true. We came on our own. How come he brought us here? It's like now, so now we did this to ourselves. It's like <laughs> you're so afraid of owning your own fucking history. We we brought ourselves on. We brought ourselves here, but not you, Mister Slave Owner. You, you you we we uh we we decided to um to do that on our own. You know. 
You know? Amazing. Just, denial's amazing, man. <laughs> denial's amazing to me. You know, it's just not even fucking realizing the things you're just leaving in the way. It's just it amazes me. It, it, it's 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 worse than a Jedi mind trick. I swear to God, it's just just openly lying. <laughs> openly lying to me and lying to the people who look like me about the nature of the country and jobs and whatever just lying lying you know profusely about shit that happened to us for many years they don't know what else to say about it other than just um this entire country is a fucking lie and people just do do white folks do everything in their power to not admit that uh, it's a really messed up country. I'm tired. I'm just tired. Tired than now. You know what else I'm tired of too? Asking President Obama to fix this shit. That really pissed me off. Um, you know, then I got off of work and I saw some celebrities. You know, asking asking for his like his his uh, answer. As if it should be up to black people to fix this shit when it's up to, to those who've caused the wrong in the world. I see Jeffrey. I saw Jeffrey Wright blaming him. Dude. America, like people. He ain't present anymore. Anything that anything he says will be disregarded. You understand that, right? Anything that man says will be disregarded. You applaud him, and you'll say, "Tension." He's 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 bringing tension to the room. That's another saying. He's black. You know, journalist guy, gal. He needs to do more. He did the more. What do you want to do? You know, get 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 to the highest. You know, get to get to the fucking altitude of this planet, and, and I don't know, suffocate. And as a you know, that's your, there's your more boundary. There's the more. Did all that shit. What do you want to do? You want to, you want to lift the Earth out now? Is that what you want to do? I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's kryptonite. You know, sitting on a, sitting in the Atlantic Ocean. You know, lift up in the air, Superman. Uh, Superman, Obama, do it. Just lift up in the air. Do what Brandon Routh did in Superman Returns. Lift that fucking shit in the air. <sighs> What do you want me to do? What do you want? What do you want to call? What do you want? What do you want me to do now? You want, you want? You want more coddling? Is that what you want? More, more coddling? Because that'll fix it. Coddling, just coddle, 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 coddle. Yeah, I'll fix it. Just coddle. Coddle. That'll that'll fix the fucking problem. Keep coddling, dog. Just keep coddling. Yeah, dog. Keep coddling. Yeah, fix the problem. Fix it right up. Coddle, 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 coddle. Got to coddle. Got a coddle, 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 got a coddle. You know? It's unbelievable to me, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm so disgusted. 
He's just, oh man, so disgusted. <clears throat> he didn't like. You say he didn't show. Well, he didn't show up to Ferguson, he, but he sent he sent uh, Eric Holder there. But he needs to be there in the dog. Like you will still disregard him. You idiot! You will still do it. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to do? Slap himself in the face? You cares? It's like what, what do you want? You want you want to you want to put pay you on the shoulder? Or 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 should I or shall I say? I don't know. You want the same thing to happen to MLK? Give him, him the shot by a white person, and everyone's like, "Oh man, we should overcome. Let's cry. Let's cry. Let's cry together. One nation under God. Let's cry together." What the fuck do you want? What the fuck do you want? You want a cookie? You want miles of cookies? You want you want you, you, what do you want? What do you want, America? What the fuck do you want? We cannot coddle what is a fucking cancer in this country to your feelings. White people, we cannot coddle you. This is your sin, and you don't want to own it. And you want to find a way to excuse it. So you don't have to meet those demands. You just keep on running from the problem. And all it does, it leaves shit in its rot. It's all it does. It's always, always done. Coddle, coddle, coddle. Coddle, coddle, coddle. Say something. I'll be a puppet. Say something. Every response, that man says something. Man. I'm so sick of that. And I just wonder, what the fuck will it take, man? I mean, people are, I mean, humans ain't shit, man. It, it, it honestly is the truth. You know, people didn't care about the Russian investigation. Didn't people blame them for it? <laughs> well, I mean, people blamed him for it. He didn't do enough with it. A problem that, um, that I'm, <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. We deserve this, man. <laughs> Am I we I mean white people. Like we deserve this. Like, like oh my God. <laughs> the stupidity is a it is it, it it is enough for you to drive a sword into the earth's core. And this hot magma is it just just spreads across the earth. Just the fucking earth. And then people just beg for forgiveness. <laughs> and then it's like, now nah, you get it. Do you get it now? You get it now? Now you understand? He's like, do you get it now, motherfucker? Do you understand now? What all this means? You do know you can't deny this shit anymore, do you, right? We know that, right? But you'll keep doing it. Make yourself feel better. But all you do is you get sicker and sicker. Trying to deny it because you 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 just want to hold on to a bad benefit. You want to hold on to that check so that I don't get I don't get the reaping the benefits because you're you're that afraid of me because I will get my vengeance on you. But that that won't happen as the country is changing. 
and which, to be honest, is what this shit's about. You know what happened in Charles, you know Charles, you know Charles, you know Charlottesville. It's just it's really that. Is you know it's white America versus multiculturalism. You know, you know one versus everybody else. And the fight's here. It's been here. Never left. It's been here. It's been sitting in a trough. You know. And America's dominance is, you know, faltering because of a fucker who's in the White House, you know, fucking shit up. And it's all coming to a head. And, you know, this week will be a pretty, uh, will be a fascinating, will be pretty fascinating. Um... I won't watch the news though because um, I don't really trust our news, our United States news because it's 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 terrible. It's terrible the way news is covered in this country. So I don't think I can watch it because they'll be doing countless denials and denials and denials and denials and denials and denials and denials. So I don't watch I don't watch I don't watch sports news. It's terrible too. Yeah. Just me. You know, other day, I saw do door for Fox Sports. Doug Gottlieb mentioned how how he's not a racist because he 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 stereotyped a Dominican Republic player because he's on roids. My retort is the the motherfucking um, scouts put put them on on the roids. And then he didn't want to talk about how he's a xenophobe. And it's like, motherfucker, you are a xenophobe. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and then what do you do? Delete lead those tweets because, yeah, yeah, you're a stereotype, motherfucker. Yeah, Doug, the um, the white, the white, the white, uh, the white perspective, Gottlieb. <laughs> that, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh. God, I fucking hate college sports. Da, 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 da. I'm just ranting. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, why people need to take some ownership of this shit? Because... Like, see, I'm, I'm not thing to say. It's like, what else do I have to say? It's like, this is why I need a co-host. <laughs> Um, but what Obama said didn't bother me, to be honest, because, you know, I, I believe in the man and what he says. And, um, I mean, he used basically a good quote from, um, Nelson Mandela and I can find it real quick. Um, real quick, let me go to, let me see if I can go to Obama's uh, Twitter page. Uh, do that. Go to Google. Barack Obama's Twitter. Okay. So this is what Barack Obama said on Twitter. Um, and it's a quote from Nelson Mandela, like I said. Uh, no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. Um, people must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, then they can be taught to love. For love comes more natural nat- naturality to the human heart than its opposite, uh, Nelson Mandela. And a problem what he said. So we had a problem with what he said, but not a problem with what he said. I mean, that's what he was when he was president. That's what he is after it. I mean, people want him to, you know, speed a heavy heart, but 
this country ain't ready for ready for um, you know a melted black man or woman. <laughs> they ain't ready for it because <laughs> they were ready for it. They would um, <laughs> yeah, because they you know they ain't nothing they ain't nothing like a scary white person, and they're scary. That's that fear turns into people dying. So they don't want that shit. But go ahead and tell. Go ahead. And, go ahead and try. Try it. Like I wish you well. It won't work. But you know. I don't know what you do to fix this shit, man. But simply, simple as that. Like I don't. I simply don't think you can. Um, yeah. I'm really out of things to say. <laughs> I really am out of things to say, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just mad, I'm exhausted, and pissed off, and I. And I wish, you know, this would stop entirely, but, like, I'm I'm on Twitter right now, and I'm like, I'm, I don't think I can go on any further. I'm probably just going to, um, call tonight on, on, um, on podcast, like, I'm, I'm, def- I'm defeated, <clears throat> you know, I said my piece, and I was silent, and, you know, I just, I'm murmuring at this point in time, and, and, like, you know, I guess I do have something else to say. Like, you know, the thing I kind of learned from, you know, what happened in Charlottesville and, you know, the events that took place. And so I'm, I'm a lot more colorful with the truth than I was a decade ago when I was 20. You know, um, I'm able to, you know, realize that that this world, this country specifically doesn't really like me. You know, you know, people smile on my face and say, you know, good job, you know, doing this and that. And, you know, you seem to be coming from a good heart, a good place and all that shit. And then you just realize that people wear masks. They wear masks every day. And they tell you your face that I believe I love everybody and I love, I love all I love everybody who's the same and all that shit. They, they, people love saying, you love that line, you know, where I think we're all the same. It's like, we ain't the same, you know. I mean, the last person said, I don't, I don't see color was a black woman. And, you know, you know, anytime I hear that shit, I'm like, Ooh boy, you know why? I don't like hearing that shit. Uh, cause I'm basically erasing humanity and I don't like erasing anybody's humanity. That shit don't feel good. Not to me, it should feel good to you. That shit is awful. So don't do that. Just don't do that shit. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. There won't be a, a, a outro uh, for tonight because um, this country got to do better, and um, I don't, I don't know what you do. I mean, hopefully, not in a week. This shit's not forgotten, but I don't really have a faith in a lot of people. I don't. You know, basically, where you can find me. I'm, I don't really feel like saying that again tonight either. Peace.